From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Wednesday, the 4th of October, 2017. The French Parliament adopted an anti-terror bill on Tuesday that will eventually end the country's two-year state of emergency by making most of the powers permanent laws of the land. President Emmanuel Macron has pushed for the bill to follow through on a campaign promise to end the state of emergency, and the bill was adopted in a 415 to 127 vote. The bill enables warrantless property searches and house arrests, making them now common police practice, also banning protest marches, shutting down places of worship suspected of sharing extremist views, and electronic tagging for surveillance purposes are other powers that police would be granted under the new legislation. The legislation is supported by 57% of the population, according to a recent poll. Some 89% believe it will improve security, while 62% say it would undermine their freedoms. In a move signifying Microsoft is still in touch with progressing technology and services, the company has announced it is discontinuing its never-famous Groove Music Pass service by the end of the year and shifting its customers over to Spotify. In an effort to not simply leave their faithful Groove subscribers in the lurch, Microsoft says that Groove Music Pass customers can easily move all of their curated playlists and collections directly into Spotify. And if you've purchased an annual subscription to Groove, there is some good news. Microsoft will refund your money at 120%. Groove Music Pass subscribers aren't really losing anything in sifting to Spotify. It's the most popular music service in the world, with 30 million tracks available. And Groove, well, even though it came pre-installed on Xbox and Windows 10 machines, it didn't mean that people actually used it. In 1964, Merv Griffin created a quiz show concept that hadn't been widely done before. Give the answer and the contestants will ask the question. Jeopardy! had several different variants from 1964 until 1984 with hosts Art Fleming, Don Pardo, and John Harlan. But in 1984, a syndicated daily show was produced by Sony Pictures Television with host Alex Trebek. The three contestants are told answers from several different categories on the show, such as history, current events, the sciences, arts, popular culture, religion, literature, and language. And it's up to the contestants to answer first what the question is. The famed Jeopardy theme, still heard today in different variants, was written by Merv Griffin himself originally as a lullaby for his son. In 1997, the main theme and final Jeopardy! recordings of the Think theme were rearranged by then-director Steve Kaplan. Jeopardy! has aired over 7,000 episodes over the years, and it has spawned versions in many foreign countries as well throughout the world, including Canada, the United Kingdom, Germany, Sweden, Russia, Denmark, Israel, and Australia. The American syndicated version of Jeopardy! is also broadcast throughout the world with international distribution handled by CBS Studios. As one of the final remaining game shows seen regularly on primetime broadcast TV in the US, Jeopardy! has sparked many an interest in a topic, inspired many to learn more, and provided wholesome educational entertainment for many generations. 
In an era of turbulence and difficulty, much like almost every other era, many will turn to God and cry out in prayer that he would help save and preserve their nation and society and safety and so on. In the past, most people understood and accepted and believed that prayer actually involved speaking to God, who was the controller of all things in the universe. Sadly, over the past several years, prayer has been demoted in the general public's mind to be simply a cop-out, an excuse not to actually do anything. In fact, prayer is now considered to be completely powerless and a crutch for religious pacifism or failure to take part on cultural battles and political wars. But as Bible-believing Christians, we know that prayer is the most effective means to change. James 5 reminds us, Is anyone among you suffering? Then he must pray. Is anyone cheerful? He is to sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. And we are taught how to pray in the Lord's Prayer, which begins with, Our Father who is in heaven, which adores God. It ends with, For yours, God, is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever adoring God once again. In the middle, everything in it is about God, and still we don't know how to pray, or for what to pray. And so, like Romans 8 tells us, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. In other words, God is ever and always aiding in our prayers. And watch and pray, like we're told time and again in God's word to watch. Know what's going on in the lives of others so that you can pray regarding specifics. In John 13, Jesus says, Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. We are to pray regarding specific things because then God answers specifically and then we give him specific glory. Look outward, not inward. Be alert to the needs of others, not your own. Don't allow yourself to seek out prayer only when things get rough in your own life. We are to be persevering in our prayers for others, always. And not just the physical, but the spiritual battles in others. As believers, we must pray. It is our communion with our God, our direct pathway to speak with Him and come to Him, both to bless His name, praise Him for His attributes, and thank Him for His love towards us and also to pour out our hearts to him, to declare our inabilities to affect change in and of ourselves, and to seek him, his wisdom, his guidance in our lives and in the lives of others. Remember that our prayers are a submission to God's sovereignty. Maybe that's why so many today run from even the mention of prayer. Our attitude and standing in life is to reflect a life that is filled with prayer, one that prays without ceasing, one that is in constant communion with, adoration of, and humbleness to our God.
Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to certain topics we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app for Android and iPhone with input or suggestions for the show. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time, from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.